Hi everyone. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Nail Cutter with your sisters Nina <laughs> and Rain. It's Listen. always fabulous to, you know, come here and talk about anything and everything. Yes. But with the intention of growing and getting better. Correct. In this episode we will be discussing wellness and what it means to the both of us. We really hope that you'll be able to write in and share your own ideas about wellness. We couldn't quite capture everything in the episode. However, we know there is so much that everyone is doing and trying. Is it a certain tea that you are having? Mm? Mm -hmm. Share your thoughts. Send us an email. Please do because we do want to learn from you too. <laughs> Absolutely. Enjoy. Enjoy. Welcome back to another fabulous episode with the Nail Cutters. We are so happy to be with you guys today. It's a beautiful Sunday here in Uganda. Yes. And for those of you that are like maybe listening in for the first time, let's introduce you to the host. My name is Nina. And I'm Rain. And we are on this journey of transforming the mundane into moments. Ooh. And that is what we are all about at The Nail Cutter. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. In today's episode, we are talking about wellness, right? Now, Nina, people have written and spoken about wellness. And it's not just one thing. It's not just about being physically fit or um, just, you know, being toned and strong. It's also about where your head is at it's about you know how your social connectedness as mm -hmm. it were your community are you it's it's a, a very round very 360 view on on wellness and all that so let's start with this what do you think how do you feel um what do you feel is your understanding of wellness um i think wellness to me is kind of a balance between what's going on on the inside and what's going on on the outside. Mm -hmm. So like we all, you know, we're all influenced by stuff that's going on around us, you know, social stuff, um, stuff that we just have to deal with as individuals, school, work, um, basically the things that we have to go through, like what the road is of life. Yeah. So that like, there's so many distractions, there's so many things that you know we have to go through on a go through you know on a daily basis. Yeah. And then there's also the inner you, mm -hmm. how you wake up in the morning, um, the first thing that's on your mind, what's on your mind or within you when you go through your day, and then the last thing that's on your mind when you go to sleep. Right. So for me, it's a lot about. Um, the physical world and the subconscious, what's going on there. So I feel like once you have those two things balanced, um, I feel like now wellness comes in with that balance. So for that balance to happen, I think you have to practice certain techniques. So there are all these techniques that help you to kind of balance out the two, because otherwise you're going to just go through the motions of life. Right. So whatever you have going on, um, during the day is kind of going to determine your mood so if you have a let's say give an example of maybe you have a day full of meetings and presentations and all these things naturally that's going to be stressful you're going to be a little bit anxious nervous mm -hmm. excited 
you have all these emotions going on about the actions that you're going to be going that you're going to be um going through yeah throughout the day so how do you prepare yourself for that right so from the first moment you wake up what 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 are you going to do to kind of like give you yourself like that stable ground of okay i know what's going on today i know what i have to do today mm-hmm. so what what state do i have to be in so i think that maybe i can get into one of the techniques is before you get into your techniques okay. and this is you know we are going to get there mm-hmm. do you feel that it's possible to have a dichotomy of the things that are happening around you are really destabilizing to your wellness but you're able to maintain a certain level of wellness or well-being as an individual despite everything that is going on around you do you think um it's possible to keep your your ship steady while the water is choppy absolutely now that's where the techniques come in because okay. it takes work mm-hmm. you don't just wake up and go with the flow mm-hmm. sometimes you do and it works you know because I've I've had days where I'm like okay I do not need to do anything other than just make it through the day. Yeah. Like whatever happens happens. Yeah. But that usually that will work on some days. But to have um some sense of control mm. or some sense of predictability which we all need as human beings. You can't just live on a whim. that stuff that we may be watching movies reading books but it's not really the reality of life yeah so um to kind of have that um that comfort that you know you're going to make it through the day there's certain things that have to be put in place to kind of support you mm. um to to do that so that's where the techniques come in right okay so now going into your techniques and remembering that wait 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 i would like to hear what wellness means to you first you know i think it's very much in being able to find some sort of balance of peace mm. um inside of yourself and um i think it comes from being able to say first of all to recognize that we are all living a, a very strange human shared human experience right no one person's life is perfect right and um that we all have to, everything takes effort everything takes effort which means even having a good day must be an intentional thing like you need to be intentional about some of these things there is three things that i strongly believe are the key to winning a lot of things in life and one of them is intentionality the other one is commitment and the third is consistency that mm. if you apply those things to a lot of stuff in our lives right you arrive at a desired outcome now i think these things also apply to either mental well-being or physical well-being or even in growing your social community as we define wellness by those you know those three primary pillars right. and there are so many other things mm-hmm. i think it also speaks to if you're a spiritual person um to that as well oh, yes. improving your relationship yeah. with your family mm-hmm. i think wellness is 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 unfair to peg it on just one or two things no because life is different for all of us right we cannot yeah but i think it's coming to that place where you perform performing whatever it is that you have to do at your most optimized version with your with the most joy or sense of serenity or peace mm. 
actually all those three things, not even all, all those three things, yeah. joy, serenity, and peace in doing this thing. Mm-hmm. But life does not have to always be a drudgery. It doesn't always have to be sad and miserable. That despite the circumstances, you can wake up in the morning and choose to eat better. You can wake up in the morning and choose to do 10 squats, 50 squats, yeah. or whatever it is you have to do. Just You can wake up every morning and decide to journal, right? Empty your cup. Do whatever it is, and we're about to get into those do- techniques you spoke about, mm-hmm. that if we can do these things. But if I think before you can intend to do these things, it needs to come from a place. You, you, can't, you cannot fill a pot with an empty cup. No. You, you need to be drawing from somewhere. Yeah. And I think wellness comes from that somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a circle. For you to be well, you need to find wellness. You have to search it out inside of you. And no one can make us happy. No one can fulfill our dreams. And it has to come from some place inside. So somewhere around that space is my idea on wellness. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny how, like, we were talking about this yesterday because we managed to have, like, a wellness day when mm-hmm. we went to the spa and kind of give ourselves a treat. And um, I was telling Rain about how, when we were younger, this whole idea of wellness was just, like, a moment for me to roll my eyes. Yes. Because yes. I was like, that is kind of... It's so pretentious. It might be pretentious, but it seems obvious. Like, obviously, I'm going to be practice wellness for myself because yeah. yeah when you're younger you naturally love yourself you have all this self-confidence well most people because then obviously most some people have a, a, t- a tougher journey in life mm-hmm. but um if i'm to pick from like the general idea of being young and free and inhibited and you don't really have so many responsibilities you kind of um, you have a natural way of of taking care of yourself and being well because you don't have all these pressures coming on you. But when you when you've lived like we have, <laughs> <laughs> when you've lived a little bit and made mistakes yeah. and encountered a few foolish people along the way, and life including is yourself, yes, yeah, um, wellness now becomes intentional yeah. because. You know, you've been through it. You've mm. been through the valleys. You've been through the highs and the lows. And now you kind of have to self-regulate. Mm. Because mm. You, you can't just let things come in and you just can't let things go out. Because now you are affecting the environment around you. You're being affected by the environment around you. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, that's when these uh, wellness practices come in because now it's it's not just physical because physical you kind of have control over that because it's you it's and you can body. see you see the wins yeah easily it's uh-huh. e- easy to recognize that you know i've been working on my arms my arms are torn you, exactly. you can the tell results are there yes you know you can kind of you can see it you can quantify it yeah now when it comes to social you know you you, you can think you're this confident person and then you go through a time in your life where you know, you're feeling insecure. Yeah. And the funny thing about moments like that is when you're going through it, you don't really see how you're reacting. 
you don't see how it's affecting you, maybe how you're affecting others. It's only in hindsight where you're like, oh shit, mm, mm, I was really mm. acting needy or insecure or I was lashing out. So now that's when the intentionality comes in because you have to kind of predict, put yourself in certain situations even before you're yeah, yeah. You and through sort them of plan them out. And plan yeah. them out and yeah. like, yeah. I've been through this once before. It's and not happening again. Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so now you have to, yeah, you, you get what I mean. I right? do. Yeah. I do. Mm. Well, what was the question? Did you ask me something? <laughs> I don't want to. No, no, I no. We can now get on. into the techniques. The techniques. Some of the ones you have. And you can split them out into those different areas. Like, yeah. you know, for this space, these are some of the things or tools I use to handle. Honestly, I think I'm kind of new to this wellness thing. The one thing that I think comes naturally to me is um, kind of the one thing that I feel like comes naturally to me is I try to picture the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. So if, if I'm going through something, you know, hectic, I always have this thing of it can always be worse mm. it's like worse in another situation someone is probably going through worse so i try to compare the two and i'm like how big is this issue for me um for me to kind of understand am i overreacting am i not paying enough attention to how i'm feeling mm. or is this actually an issue or is this as bad as it really seems yeah. and usually it's not usually yeah. when i think about it or if when I go through my day and I talk to somebody else and they're probably going through a worse situation than I am. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I can do this. So I always put myself in that position of you're going through something now, but it could be worse. So kind of be grateful that it's not as bad as it could be. I'm so glad you brought out gratitude. Because yeah, I know that's big for it's you. It's big for yeah. me. It's it's such a thing. I celebrate Big and small things, right? Um, I have and a friend one, one of them is in the background. Yes. <laughs> I have a friend who sometimes even laughs at the things I'm celebrating. It's like, yeah, <laughs> we're doing this today. We're going to celebrate this tiniest of details, you know, you right? Do, you do have a tendency to really get excited about, <laughs> you know, the small things. Yes. Yeah, the because you think are small, but yes. they actually mean a lot. And they do. And, and by making intentionally making them mean a lot to me, then I keep on checking myself about, do not become presumptuous about your lot in life. Yeah. Um, everything that we have, a lot of the things that I have, and I feel this very strongly, a lot of the things in my life are, yes, are a result of hard work, but I also believe there's been prayer that has come ahead of me, oh, right? Absolutely. And there's been people, other people who have paved the way, the way for me to be where I am right now. Like, I feel I have sponsors and I have um, champions and people who are just consistently rooting for me for things to be a little easier mm -hmm. for me. And so it's, it's, it's become really important for me, and especially as I deal with challenges, to always be grateful. Right. Grateful that, listen, I woke up this morning and I found a <laughs> bottle of wine in my house. <laughs> I did not put this wine here. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, I right? I do. I yeah. do. And I must acknowledge you for that because 
it's something that you've probably learned or it comes naturally to you, but you've passed it on. That whole idea of gratitude. Because there's certain things that you get so excited mm-hmm. and really like you can really feel your heart in it. And I'm like, okay, this is really, really small. But every time like you go home and you really ponder on it, you're like, you know what? It it actually means a lot. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. really, really does. Okay. Um maybe I can also share um something else that I feel maybe kind of helps me to you know have a grasp on my life especially when i'm going through like tough uncertain times is questioning my beliefs okay and stuff that maybe i've grown up believing but Mm. i don't quite believe anymore yeah but there's always that conflict of okay do i actually believe this believe this am i doubting it because i'm going through a tough time and once this tough time is done i'm going to go back to that belief or do i has this belief been completely crushed? That sounds and, um, very challenging. It is. It is. And that's like my constant struggle. So how does it work out for you, especially when you find that dissonance? Uh, you actually rec- you begin to recognize that this thing you believed in so long, yeah. you only believe it because it was programmed into you and not because it actually makes sense for your life and your journey. Mm-hmm. How then do you reconcile? Do you pick the thing you've known forever or the new person that you are becoming? Um, first thing, every time I'm a bit confused about something, I'll either do some research, find a book on it, kind of have a general idea of, you know, what people have gone through, what the professionals are saying. And the one thing I can give myself credit for is that I'm very good at experimenting. Mm. So, um, I might read something that might make sense to me. So I will try to, I'll kind of have a test run with it right and because it, it, usually the st- some of the stuff will kind of go against what i believed when i was growing up yeah what influenced me as a child yeah and all those things and that stuff is ingrained in us Correct. as much as you yes. grow you always like you said yesterday you're kind of always revert back to who you were as a, as child. a child yes yeah. so that conflict will always be there and i think for me I always felt that once you transition into adulthood, you can kind of like let those those leaves fall off for mm. lack of a better mm. word. But that stuff is always part of you. So you kind of have to incorporate your childhood experiences and your beliefs and then almost merge them to who you are right now. A, yeah. a kind of grow. Yeah. Grow, maybe add layers to it. Actually, yeah, that's a perfect way to describe it kind of add layers to it because that base your background your uh the roots will always be there Mm. but then like a tree Mm. let me give an analogy of a tree um a tree will like grow into this huge magnificent thing some are huge some are small but the one thing that's constant is the roots Mm. the roots will never unless you actually uproot yourself and maybe join a cult or i don't know mm. completely change your entire life yeah and uh and most times when you have when you do that you kind of have to let your old self die but i don't think it has ever been that critical for me usually it's just transitioning into something else and for me the most important thing is kind of recognize that um the stuff that served me as a child might not serve me as an adult now yeah it was for that time and now i have to figure out what what i need for 
the space I'm in right now. Would you be comfortable sharing with the audience any one thing yeah. that you feel you know this way about? Um, relationships, okay. for one. I think I grew up um, seeing and being influenced by, um, you know, we, we always had this game that we played as kids, mommy and daddy. Yeah. So as kids, you you know, you kind of emulate what you see your parents doing. So you know that your kids at one point, you fall in love and then you become a mommy and then you become a daddy. And playing that game as a child, it seems so natural. Like that's what life is supposed to be. And then I go to a point where, of course I started, you know, getting into relationships, but I never ever got to that point in time where I was like, I really, I really want this life. I never ever got to that point where I was like, yes, this is something that I really, really want. Mm. So there was always that doubt. And it's not until I started opening up myself to other alternate possibilities. Yeah. Of not everybody has to get married at a certain age. Yeah. And have a certain number of kids and ha- like live a certain, in the same house. Right. So I started to read about all these other, you know, options that we have. And we're privileged to have because most people, I think, even back in the day, might have felt the way I did, but they don't have the space or the opportunity to express that. Yeah. But, yeah, so when it comes to relationships, I go to, you know, maybe I was about 25. Mm. Yeah, 25. I think I had a bit of a crisis. Because mm-hmm. that this was after my first serious relationship that had ended, and with this person, I never got to the point of oh, this is my husband. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I felt like that was a failure. Mm-hmm. So now I had to start thinking, okay, fine. If you have a relationship with a guy that you really, really like, and it's passionate, it's everything that you imagine a relationship would be. But then when you now start bringing these traditional constructs into it, it now puts pressure. Because I remember the moment I started, we started talking about things like marriage and commitment. Got a little it was scared. downhill from yes, there. Yes, understood. It was downhill from there. So I started to imagine, okay, fine. If you are in a relationship, what does it look like if you don't desire the traditional outcome, which yeah. is marriage, children, um, all these other things. What does it look like? Is is it um, is it unhealthy? Is it a bad thing? Is it wrong? Is it um, you know? Is it a failure? Is it a success? What does that look like? Mm. So once I kind of understood that there are different ways that people can relate and different uh, journeys that a relationship can go through and still be healthy but not maybe look like every other thing yeah that gave me so much peace yeah yeah a technique that i am trying to take on and i find it so challenging for me is mindfulness oh that's a tough one about the idea of being fully present in the moment mm-hmm. and not burdening it with other expectations other dis- distractions and other things just being fully present in a moment having a conversation with a person and actually being fully present hearing what they say being able to internalize the message the subtext you know the the foretext and everything mm. you know surrounding it or 
um, doing a task and doing not trying to be superwoman and multitasking. I struggle with this so much with I the idea know. of mindfulness because I'm doing ten things at once, mm. right? And you all you want to be excellent at all. Of yes, them, yeah. but the idea of mindfulness is that listen, you, you need to take a moment to to execute fully and to immerse yourself into this this thing for a period of time and come out of it successful, right? And it could be everything as simple as even in the way we relate with people. Yeah. Um, taking private time off just to say, listen, I'm having a really busy day right now, but I'm going to take this five minutes just to sit in this space and acknowledge my place in the universe, right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever it is, whatever mindfulness, however it is done. The problem with these terms is they are so individualized right and the definitions vary from person to person and so does the execution of them but the, the the overarching theme here is to be able to be still in a moment and absorb from it extract all the nutrients and all the goodness from this moment right. as you possibly yeah. can right mm -hmm. and now that goes ties in with that thing i keep telling you about my view on relationships about them remind being, me um to be that people are not meant to be the thing that people are uh, not meant to be owned. Yes, that one. Bad experience. Correct. <laughs> and it was said by now, forgotten who. But a uh, Nipsey Hustle. Oh, yes, really? the late Nipsey Hustle. Oh, it people, like, like, it could be like a Maya Angelou. Right. It's so deep. Yes, that so, people so are not deep. meant to be owned. They're meant to be experienced. Yeah. And I suppose it's being able to go into that space and be with a person, and and this is just going to your your particular issue is earlier that you know if you're with a person and instead of putting all of your hopes and dreams and pegging them and pressuring them that okay you know this is what's going to happen i'm meeting you for the first time but i need you to know i need to understand your value <laughs> what you bring to the table and right you know that conversation will be had i feel right in its perfect time yes but not in the moment like yes let, let, let's yeah. let's first have this experience of a human being and whatever that means for you and you know and then we, we let it grow as organically as it possibly can mindfulness is hard for me yeah but i think it is it's it's very rewarding if done correctly mm -hmm. i totally yeah i totally agree being mindful it, it's like something you have to practice yes to kind of get better at because you kind of have to remove yourself mm -hmm it's uh it's mostly about kind of putting yourself in somebody else's shoes seeing a situation not from your you kind of have yes. to get yourself out of, out it of it yes and try and be as free and accepting yes. and as like no judgment whatsoever yes. and just be in that moment yes and the thing with being mindful is that you recognize that being mindful is is kind of recognizes that change is bound to happen yeah so when you're in that moment enjoy it to the maximum as much as you can yeah because tomorrow it's going to be a completely different situation you don't even have to push it yeah if you want something like let's say if you like relationship let's talk about it. relationship is like the easiest thing to kind of talk about you are in this space with this person and this moment is probably not going to happen again Ever. tomorrow yeah. something else is going to influence your relationship yeah so if you ruin that moment because you're so worried about the future or the past 
or even the present or something that happened five seconds ago, you are never going to see what could happen tomorrow. You're going to influence tomorrow with the BS of this moment because you're now you're too your mind is not at that point. You're not enjoying that moment. You're not being mindful mm. that um, you have to acknowledge this person who they are right now, what they're experiencing, what they're feeling, and you're not even giving yourself the opportunity to feel that moment with this person. Yeah. So when you see it like that, you kind of, you know, you just let all this other all these other influences kind of fall away because you know that they're bound to happen anyway. They're going to happen anyway. Yeah. So just enjoy that moment. You know, I'm all about that. And I feel like you do it so well, but I imagine that you have practiced it. It's taken you a while to get to that point where you're like, you know what? I'm not going to let somebody come and just ruin this moment just because they have something else going on. This is my time with them. Mm, mm, they mm. don't have a right to bring in some other stuff. You don't have a right to bring in another issue in your moment. With yeah, yeah, yes, yes. There's always time for stuff like that. Yeah. I think I actually feel like you should set aside time to maybe discuss that heavy stuff. Mm. But when you're together, you kind of have to, you know, I feel like the beauty of relating with someone, and it doesn't matter who it is, a yeah. friend, a relative, lover, yeah, yeah, whoever it is, the beauty about moments that you never forget is the lightness of it all. Mm. You know, when something is light and you're both, you know, aware of it and you're not putting any expectations, any, you know, anything upon it, those are the moments that you look back on and you're like, oh my God, this was such a dope day. It was a great like, day. had such... An amazing time yeah and then the moments where you're with somebody that actually means so much to you but you're so worried about what they said the day before yeah. blah 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 it, it kind of ruins it yeah so yeah i like that um something else that i like and i know we are running out of time is understanding or appreciating my value mm. i recognize that at this age i have developed a value system i and i have an understanding of who I am. And I know it's a journey and I'll keep on changing as I grow. But recognizing that in this moment, yeah, this is my value system and this is who I am. And it should not be negated. Like the things I believe in and the things I hold here should not be negated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am so down with that. <laughs> I am so down with that. Yeah. Values will always kind of lead us into our next phase so i'm all about values i'm all about you know being mindful and everything else we've talked about i love it there's so much we can say on this topic including you know your exercise and your journaling and so much mm -hmm.